BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. The Cleveland Cavaliers, in theory, believe they had a chance to win game two of the finals and were within striking distance, down by just a handful of points at halftime, down by three points. But it felt very similar to game number one. Golden State uh, just better. They kept the the Cavaliers at about arm's length. You never got the real feeling that Cleveland was going to win this game. It's a Golden State led by Steph Curry's triple-double, a monster triple-double, almost had 10 turnovers also, which would have made it a quadruple-double. Missed out on that. Kevin Durant, 33 points, 13 rebounds. You saw the game. And in the post-mortem of game number two, the Golden State Warriors now are two wins away from winning the championship. But we need to focus in on the better story. And the better story is always in the losing locker room And so we go into the Cleveland locker room. We had to go into the losing locker room 
because that is the only way that King James would bless us. He could not be bothered to go to the podium. And that's one of the uh, stories that popped up after the game. Now, this is a story LeBron is going to win because the LeBron James apologists are going to defend this activity and say, well, it's the evil media. LeBron doesn't have to talk to the media. Uh, Well, he did talk to the media, but he did not go to the podium, which is customary. I don't recall Michael Jordan, since much of our conversation over the last couple weeks has been about comparing Jordan and LeBron. I don't recall Michael Jordan not going to the podium in an act of protest, but LeBron James could not be bothered to go up and address the assembled international media. And when he was asked why he was not going to the podium, he said, yeah, well, there's a reason uh, we're not going. Uh, Do we have that? Rather than me recreate the conversation, let's listen in here to LeBron explaining why he decided to thumb his nose the traditional way. Usually you're a podium guy. I mean, in the finals especially, just come and do this in the locker room. There's a reason for that? Yeah, there's a reason. You want to share? No. That has nothing to do with wins and losses, though. Yeah, that's a lie. Okay, that's a, the reason that's a lie. If Cleveland had won that game by five or ten points, LeBron would have high stepped to the podium. All right, would have sat down and said, "Look at me, I'm LeBron effing James, and I just beat the Golden State Warriors. Make sure you spell my name right. I'm LeBron." But instead, they lost. Now, you heard that interaction. What is the real reason? Now, LeBron's got some buddies in the media, some of his surrogates. Brian Winhorst is a uh, LeBron toady and pretty much follows LeBron wherever he goes. His job is to document LeBron's career. He goes back to high school with LeBron James, and so he is pretty much the mouthpiece for LeBron James. It's kind of known around the NBA. Whatever LeBron wants to get out, he feeds to this guy. And so the story is that LeBron was frustrated, this is great, frustrated because he had to wait to get on the podium. LeBron was bothered because he had to wait his turn, and that annoyed him. So he's not doing it anymore. That's right. (laughs) So what's the, the big takeaway from this? Petulant child. That's the takeaway. LeBron James, now, for someone I guess clearly doesn't care about his reputation, he is living up to that reputation, right? LeBron James has such a sense of entitlement, unreasonable expectations, that he has to go right away to the podium. And he needs that favorable treatment, and he's got these expectations, LeBron does, of that that kind of treatment. It's so ridiculous. It's so over the top. It's hilarious at this point. You know, God forbid you get away. Does LeBron realize a couple of things? Number one, the podium is set up for mostly uh, the international media, and it's also a reality television show, number two. Uh, the state-run NBA TV channel, if you watch, they actually have post-game programming on the state-run NBA TV channel. You know what their, their post-game programming is? Let's go to the podium and hear from blank. Let's go to the podium and hear from blank. And that's that's how they fill the time. They, they go into the podium and they hear from all the different various players. And so the reason that LeBron James would have to wait is because it's a hello TV show and you have to wait your turn to go on the TV show. 
God forbid LeBron James has to wait his turn. He's such an entitled star, he cannot wait his turn to go to the podium. (laughs) This is the reputation, right? LeBron's got the rep. He's an arrogant, egotistical, overgrown baby, and he cannot be bothered to go through the protocol and wait his turn. God forbid that happens. If Adam Silver had any kind of a spine here, how how great would it be if the NBA said, you know, Cleveland, you're flying back. Uh, the Cavaliers are flying back to Cleveland on Monday. We're going to have you guys wait in Group C, Southwest Airlines, Terminal 3, and you're going to have to wait your turn, LeBron, to board for Group C to get on there. Good luck. All right, good luck on that. Now, LeBron, as you heard, he did talk. It's not that he didn't talk. It's that he – is too good to have to wait to talk at the podium. Uh, and again, uh, if the Cavaliers had won, you know and I know LeBron would have been there with bells and whistles on and said, look at me. Look how good I am. That's me, LeBron effing James. That's right. Now, when LeBron did also uh, address in the locker room, you know, when he was very upset with everybody, uh, but he talked about Game 3 adjustments, which was a big storyline. And he uh, he uh, ran about that. We're going to get to that in a moment. But, but, but first, uh, LeBron James pointing out the Cavaliers, there was a control issue. It did not go so well. Got a little out of control towards the end. So, you know, we're not worried about that. But, um, you know, we made runs. Um, you know, we cut it to four at one point, and then they went on a quick – I don't know if it was a 9-0 run or a 12-0 run. What they do, that's what Golden State do. If you you know make a mistake, like I said, we had a turnover. It came from me, you know, and uh, you know, and then we had a miscue, and you know, the floods opened again. Yeah. All right. So that's the uh, the words of wisdom of uh, LeBron James. Now he talked about Game Three adjustments, like looking for the game is on Wednesday, and LeBron snapped like a snapping turtle at the adjustments for Game Three, and he, when asked about this, said, "quote." That's a Coach Lou question. I don't put the game plan together. End quote from LeBron on Game 3 adjustments. Now, the obvious question that must be asked here is, do you believe LeBron James? Do you believe him when he says that that's a Coach Lou question? Uh, My answer to that is absolutely not. Absolutely not. And the reason why I don't believe that is, is A, LeBron James is in charge of everything. He is the franchise. It is his call on every movement that is made. And, again, it's a case where if you follow the NBA, which I I assume you do, you know how this works. LeBron James is in complete control. If he decides that he doesn't like Coach Lou anymore, Coach Lou will be fired. They'll bring back David Blatt. Uh, Coach Blatt will come back if LeBron decides, I want Blatt to come back. I'd like him to come back from the Cheesecake Factory and coach the team. Or Paul Silas, they'll they'll find him and bring him back. You can go down the list of Cavalier coaches that have been through there over the years. But uh, there are not many adjustments that can be made. As the late, great Chick Hearn, a iconic Hall of Fame broadcaster, would have said, I don't think that the Lord and all of his disciples – could have stopped the Golden State Warriors in the first two games of the NBA Finals. But that said, right, you go into game number three, and for the Cavaliers, you it's more than just focus. right? They are going to need 
some magical mystical powers. You start with that with that, and LeBron James clearly was taking advantage of some blissfully ignorant Cavalier fans. Right? He's got plausible deniability. I like how he picks and chooses when Coach Lou is in charge. Right? King James, you know, I don't put the the game plan together. Is also known as "Don't blame me. It ain't my fault." Ty Lue's the fall guy. Ain't my fault there. All right. Now, LeBron also got into it over uh, a question by a reporter, which was, uh, this is a dumb question, and LeBron James, rather than just play along with the dumb question, clearly frustrated LeBron, uh, again, like a snapping turtle, snapped. LeBron, you just a case where you got to defend home court at this point? Uh, well, I mean, are you a smart guy? I think so. I think so, right? <laughs> so if we don't defend home court, what happens? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm asking you. Well, yeah, you guys are looking at All right. So, the answer to your question. <laughs> well, you, you can't ask LeBron a question like that. He's got a very high basketball IQ, and LeBron cannot be troubled by a peasant asking him a question. Now, I will give LeBron a pass on that. That was a ridiculously stupid question. Go to hell, LeBron James. Oh, the ghost of Maggie. Uh, yes, just wonderful. Um, anyway, all right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Uh, and I've got a bunch of golden ticket bets with people randomly. I've got an hour of airtime I'm going to have to co-host with a listener if oh, Golden State no. if Golden State sweeps the NBA Finals. I really need uh, I, I need divine intervention at this point is what I'm going to need. Uh, I, I'm going to need a Tim Donahue special. Uh, I'm going to need Steph Curry to get two technical fouls while warming up in the layup line before the game and Kevin Durant to get three fouls just for breathing inappropriately in the first half. These are the kind of things I'm going to need. And even that, even that might not be enough for the Cleveland Cavaliers to win a game. Uh, But I have not, I have not uh, died yet. It is not over yet. Is it looking good? No. It's looking terrible. The, the the Cavaliers are 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 just brutal at this point. There's no other way to say it. Right, if you want to join the conversation, uh, you know the number. You can give us a call. I'm, I'm not giving out the number. Stopped doing that a month ago, and the show's been better since I stopped giving out the number. But you're welcome to call. And if you're motivated to call and you want to yap, uh, you you know how to find the number. It's very easy. And if you listen like on certain radios, the number pops up. So it's right there. You're cheating the system. You can call up. And, and uh, yap at us. And we're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. Our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia is alongside. And you'll be happy to know, Eddie. I, I know what day of the week it is. I'm like a good dog. I, I can smell and tell which day of the week it is when I come into the office here. <laughs> well, I know why. The, well, you don't have to be a, a uh, bloodhound to... Pick up on that scent. <laughs> the uh, the smell of rotting trash uh, greets us here when we we walk in. Now I have been, I have been told uh, our friend Cleveland Ray, who's an intern now, Eddie, the famous caller. Cleveland Ray is an intern here at Fox Sports Radio, and uh, I, I, he he's not here because that would be breaking protocol. If he was here, it would be highly illegal for Cleveland Ray to be here. And it would be wrong of him to be here because that would be against all kinds of internship rules. The company does not allow me to have interns, as you know, Eddie. So it would be wrong to have an intern like Cleveland Ray who works on other shows and not this show. Right? So that would be wrong. But 
I, I might have run into Cleveland Ray in the hallway hours ago, and he might or might not have told me that one of the hosts left Burger King in the trash a couple of days ago. Garbage. So it's been rotting. We uh, rotting Burger King. The smell that greeted me here, just wonderful. Well, if you would if you would have left it on top of the trash can, then Coop might have been able to take care of that for you. But I, apparently, would, it was deeper in the trash can. Would he have eaten? two-day-old Burger King, half-eaten, like a chicken sandwich from Burger King or that new steakhouse sandwich they've got? Absolutely, Ben. In fact, <laughs> the, yes. the, 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 you know, the fact that you think it's the rotting Burger King that you smell, uh-huh. it's a common misconception. R- Burger King does not rot. It's just like McDonald's. <laughs> so it probably not only would not be rotted, but it, it tastes pretty similar to when you bought it. Okay. Well, Coop, go ahead and get in there and uh, hey, I, take care of business. I've, no, I'm, if it's buried, I have I have some standards that he can. No, I am it's looking in a carton. I'm sure. I'm looking at the trash here. There, it looks like a container from a Whole Foods Market, which is down the street. That's that's all natural stuff, right? Maybe that's some. That's usually like yeah, vegetables. That can, that can that's go. rotting. Yeah. Yes, that that is rotting. That's it. Yeah, that'd be a good bit for the show. We could we could periscope it and have you know Coop go through the you know dumpster diving on the Ben Maller <laughs> show and have Coop go through the trash and try to figure out what uh, item can, is rotting. I can see the headlines now. <laughs> Former child star now rummaging yeah. through the trash That'd for be food. A good, no, think of the book though. Coop could say, Maller's such an a hole. He made me dig through the trash. He's such a jerk. Such a schmuck. You know, this is good. I'll play up the role. I won't shower on Sundays. I'll just come in here all like <laughs> yeah. hair matted. Be awesome. Let's see what the rich talk show hosts at Fox Sports Radio eat and don't finish and throw away very rudely in the studio. It's a fun game, right? Yes. All right. That's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We'd love to have you. You know the digits and all that. You can be part of the the program as LeBron James. Just in case you thought that act of being entitled and spoiled and. Uh, unreasonable expectations was just an act. LeBron James again demonstrating in defeat. Uh, no, it was not an act. This what is, is he in such a hurry for? Well, he's a very important person, Eddie. He's got to go. I don't think the plane's going to leave without him or the no, bus they, or anything else. The day at, they fly the day after. Yeah, what's the, big, what's the big hurry? He's got to go meet with the executives at YouTube or Google or something like that. There's a lot of bigwigs at the finals. The Northern California people all want to hang out with LeBron, all the tech people. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We're told LeBron didn't go to the podium because he's upset he had to wait. The NBA made him wait. You can't LeBron make. Jones. Yeah, that's the guy. You can't make the king wait. Cannot do it. It's a bad job there. Uh, Graham says Ben uh, LeBron must talk media. With our president uh, a lot. All right. Uh, here's a guy, Majestic, says, where did you get the recording of LeBron James crying like a baby? I'm very, very impressed. All right. Uh, we have all kinds of buttons here. All kinds of buttons that we have. We have all the special effects you could possibly want. Any kind of audio-related effects. We've, Screw you, Ben. We've document. No, LeBron-related. LeBron-related. That's the key. Uh, Dolphin Mike says the Cavs have come back from 3-1. to one. They won last year. You rip LeBron's Cavs. They go down 2-0. You rip LeBron. You rip LeBron. That's what you do. Uh, Dolphin Mike, what have I said that is incorrect here? Just because I know you're a LeBron toady, you don't like anything negative about King James. What have I said that is inappropriate? Just merely documenting what LeBron has done. That's it. Let's get more on this developing story. We go now to Berkeley, California. And we will find out the chart of LeBron James and Andrea 
our friend, uh, a well-noted sports astrologist, is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Andre. Oh, thank you, Ben. Thank you. How are you? I am. I'm uh, good. It's nice to talk to you again. I know we've spoken before here, and LeBron was triggered by a podium here. Is there anything in the cards, Andrea, that would have led us to believe this was possible? Well, I'll tell you, Ben. You pegged him right on. I mean, I, I obviously you're not an astrologer, but you got it right. I mean, basically, uh, LeBron, uh, December thirtieth, nineteen eighty-four. Akron, Ohio. I actually have a birth time for him, 4.04 p.m. And oh. curiously, he's born the same day as Tiger Woods. Different year, but December oh. 30th. Wow. You think he takes those pain medications, LeBron? <laughs> well, you know, it's yeah. funny. I'm in the Bay Area, and someone on Twitter said they smelled some weed wafting from the Cavs locker room oh. after the game for pain management. Hold on a sec. Coop, put that on the Twitter feed there. <laughs> weed from the Cavs locker room. Interesting. All right. So uh, that said... Capricorn, um, then basically when they don't get what they want, they act very selfishly. And you got it right. It's like, hey, if the Cavs won, you know, he couldn't get enough airtime. And then when they lose, he gets very melancholy, pessimistic, um, yeah. you know, just, just very uh, I think the, the term is, and I know this is not an astrology term, yes. uh, prima donna. Uh, yeah. man, man baby. That's another term we could use. Uh, yeah. All right, stop, please. It's not helpful. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he's uh, he's a Capricorn? Is that what he is? is that, right. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we, we can take the high road or the low. Yeah. And, you know, Capricorns are nothing if not super ambitious, hardworking, um, methodical, efficient. You know, like the mountain goat slowly but surely, you know, climbing up the mountain, attaining their goals. Yeah. But when they don't get what they want or they feel thwarted, they get super controlling, very fearful, very rigid, and angry. Yeah, he seemed angry to me. He's very he snappy with the reporter there. So LeBron is like a mountain goat. Yeah. He, uh, he's a, he, so we've determined now, this is great. We should do this more often. This yeah. is sports astrology is best. We've determined LeBron James is a drama queen, prima donna, mountain goat. Right. Uh, and all of this has been done in two minutes and 35 seconds. We've right. been able to accomplish a lot here. Right. We cut right to the chase. But, you know, your lead-in was, was very accurate. Well, thank ben. you. I appreciate that. I have no astrology training, uh, none whatsoever. You're really good at this, by the way, though. I mean, we have a guy that calls every once in a while that oh. thinks he knows about astrology. Uh-huh. This guy, Weed Man Hippie, that calls from Miami. He calls late at night. You're probably sleeping by the time he calls. But uh, you, of course, you've, you've gotten right to the point. Ben, I love don't, you. You don't need to play that. You don't need to go through that. But I, I, good job by you, uh, Andrea. I would appreciate that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got 25 years experience. I'll, I'll uh, look up Weed Man Hippie, though. He sounds like an interesting character. Oh, no, no. He'll demand a show. He's going to demand. Oh, he'll find out that you've done TV and radio, and he's going to be at your front door saying, hey, put me on. Oh. And he'll, he'll give you one-third of the Weed Man Hippie fortune, which is about $7. <laughs> You know, I'm just curious, Ben. You're very intuitive. May I ask when your birthday is? Oh, I never, I never reveal my birthday because in radio, see, I'm at, I'm at the, I'm at the age now. So I'm in radio, and so now some of that might be on the internet. I never confirm or deny whether that stuff on the internet is accurate. Well, just the birth date, not the oh, year. Oh, or the time okay. Or the I won't give the year, of course, because the year is like 1989, 90, something like that. All right, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, how about uh, April 29th? April 29th. Oh, it's the 29th. Okay, it's no, Taurus. Stop that! Stop that! Dump that! Dump that! All right, yes, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say Taurus is very earthy, yeah. um, grounded, right. um, yeah. reliable, persevering, Stubborn. very enduring. That's right. These are Whiny. all great. Hey, stop that. She's saying nice things about me. These are all true qualities. Isn't Taurus the bull? Stop that, Eddie. Eddie's, Eddie's sign's a jackass. That's his sign, Andrea. <laughs> Eddie's the jackass. And it's interesting. Um, uh, Justin's a Scorpio, astrological opposites, but there's good chemistry. You work really well and efficiently together. Oh, if you only knew. If you only knew <laughs> the kind of work that goes on. I didn't, I didn't know we were astrological opposites. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Scorpio and Taurus. What, sure about, what about Eddie? Uh, Eddie, what, what month were you? Uh, Libra. You're oh, you know what? Check this out. Kevin Durant is a Libra. This is a huge year for Libra with Jupiter in Libra once every 12 years. Mm-hmm. Opportunity, success, abundance. That's why the Warriors are going to win because now the difference maker is Kevin Durant on the oh, team. And that's why I beat Ben at all the games oh, so, so often. He cheats. Does, does that say, makes does, sense. Does it mention Virgo's cheating? Does it mention that in there? I'm not a Virgo. Oh, whatever your sign is. I don't know. You're, you're on uh, Twitter. Andre, we got to go. But what's yes. your, your Twitter account? People can follow you on there. Oh, sure. Virgo in service. All right. Virgo in service. All right. Thank you, Andrea. Yes, There's, thanks, uh, Ben. Right, there she goes. Uh, very good. Uh, and the many great qualities that I have. Uh, so many wonderful qualities that I bring to the show, and she documented some of them. I'm sure she would have gone through many more qualities, but she uh, we ran out of time. I hate when that happens. Okay. I'll take more of your phone calls. Uh, so, we again, that's a, a, we accomplished a lot with LeBron James. We will go to the fighting scorecard. We'll get to that. And we'll do it in 60 seconds. No long commercial break, but first, let's find out what's trending. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Fascinating or terrifying, depends how you look at it. We present to you a random NBA player, a guy that you've heard of, Udonis Haslam, longtime member of the Miami Heat. I believe he's the captain of the Miami Heat, if that means anything to you. But he he had some comments that were very interesting about the state of the NBA. And it was a conversation about these super teams, the Golden State Warriors being the latest uh, example of a super team in the NBA, right? And that, that this is an issue uh, that the NBA has to overcome, these, these super teams. Udonis Haslam revealed, I, I thought it was very interesting. Of course, I agree with him. And it's one of the things that we've talked about from time to time regarding not just the NBA, but also Major League Baseball, a little bit in the NFL, he said that you don't have to have a super team in the NBA, and the problem is the majority, this is a quote from Udonis Haslam, longtime NBA player, the majority of the NBA does not play hard. Uh, Haslam quoted as saying uh, to the media in Miami. Now, a couple of thoughts. First of all, I agree with him. I agree with him. I think this is like the ugly truth about uh, the NBA. Now, Haslam expanded on his comments, and he gave a percentage. He said this percentage, percentage blank, of NBA players do play hard. Right. Now, what percentage do you think Udonis Haslam said? Take a guess. All right? This is the percentage of players that actually play hard on a nightly basis in the NBA. You got a percentage in your head there, what you think? Uh, now, I'm pretty sure my staff has not seen this, so I think I can have some fun. Uh, anyone want to guess here? Danny G, you look like you want to guess here. This is Udonis Haslam saying that NBA players don't play hard, but blank percentage do. Sounds like it kind of surprised you, so I'm going to say 37%. 37, that's a good number. 
All right, 37%. Does anyone else want in on this? Anyone at all? 15%. Coop's going to go with 15%. I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to say 25%. 25%. All right. Uh, Udonis Haslam said 20%. Uh-huh. 20% of NBA players. Does Coop win? Because you didn't go over, Coop. Do you it win? doesn't matter if you go Price over. Price is right Price rules. Price is right rules. No, Coop wins. it just yep. matters if you're closer. That's a winner I am the winner. Good yeah, job, I was Coop. closer. Coop That's all won. that matters. No, you Coop. went over, though. Who cares? Coop didn't go over. Coop, you get matter. five bucks. <laughs> Eddie pay him five bucks. Twenty-five, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. You were the same distance. Yeah, you're five percent away. But he was twenty. Oh, I thought he said fifteen. <laughs> no. So that if what? if Haslam, <laughs> right, stop. All right, stop. It's not trigonometry. If Haslam Thank is God. if Haslam's correct, this means eight out of ten NBA players don't play hard. They do. This is my argument. And there's who's surprised by that? Well, I, I'm. Well, again, I'm not surprised by it. But he's an NBA player saying it. That's like you're not supposed to say how the hot dogs are made. It's kind of like in baseball when somebody comes into baseball and plays really hard and makes the other players look bad. What happens? They get drilled in the ass, right, or the leg or the uh, side. They get just – they get – absolutely. They get hit with a pitch and uh, voila, we got problems because they make the other players look bad. Yasiel Pui, when he's running all over the place, when he first came up with the Dodgers, they weren't upset that he was getting hits. The other players were upset because he made them look bad. Yasiel Pui! Now, not, he's not making them look bad anymore because he's not getting hits all over the place. But when you when you play hard, you bust your, you know, you're behind, and you're running the bases and stuff, you make the other players look bad in baseball. And in the NBA, if you could put a team together of 12 guys that actually played hard, dedicated basketball, you don't have to be the most talented. We've seen examples of this, mostly in the Eastern Conference. Remember the Atlanta Hawks a couple years ago? Uh, had one of the, the great regular seasons. They had all these all-stars. I think they had like four or five all-stars. But they weren't a, individually they weren't a great team. They played hard. They won a bunch of regular season games. The Boston Celtics this year, uh, an example of a team that played harder than most of the other teams in the NBA, and the result was they had the number one seed in the Eastern Conference while these other teams were sandbagging or taking nights off. We'll talk more about that later. Right now, though, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And it is Maller to the third degree. We start out a new week. And a man that is fresh off his win in guess the percentage game, the Koopa Loop. Ben, ever since the Lakers got the second pick in the NBA draft, the speculation has been that they are going to go with Lonzo Ball. In fact, you know, Lonzo Ball himself didn't work out for any other team. But now there are new reports saying that the Lakers are currently planning on passing on Lonzo Ball. Do you believe the reports, Ben, or do you think it's just some gamesmanship? Well, the word for this is premature. It is way premature. And uh, and I'll tell you why. A, the I, I saw the stories over again. This sounds to me like a fringe wannabe NBA insider trying to get some attention. Now, I know that's shoot the messenger, but the NBA draft is not till the 22nd of this month. No decisions have been made yet regarding who's going to be drafted and who's not going to be drafted. Now, is Lonzo Ball a true NBA triple threat player? That's a decision the Lakers are going to have to make. We believe that he'll be able to penetrate and get to the basket. We think We know he can pass. He certainly could at UCLA. Can he shoot? That's an open question around Ball. And part B of this, Lonzo Ball is working out for the Lakers this week, right? If the story starts leaking after that workout 
And at that point, if the uh, the scuttle but is the Lakers don't really think much of him, they don't like him, then I will give more credence to the possibility that the Lakers will not draft Lonzo Ball. But at this time, I'm going to put this in the made-up smokescreen category of diversionary tactics. But my advice remains the same. The Lakers should trade the number two pick, get an established, proven NBA player, whether it's Paul George or Jimmy Butler, if you can get one of those players combining God knows what to get him, I would do that certainly rather than draft whoever at number two. Next! Over the weekend, there was a lot of speculation about Klay Thompson being the odd man out on the Warriors. You yourself said last week that the Warriors won't be able to afford this team much longer. C.J. McCollum even suggested that Clay would want to leave and lead his own team. Do you think Clay can be the number one option on a team, Ben? Yeah, I mean, the answer is, yeah, he could. But the, the, I think the better question is, would Clay Thompson be good as being a number one option on an NBA team? And my vote on that question is no. And I'm going to go no on that. And the, the reason why is, having watched this guy a lot over the last couple of years with Golden State, Clay Thompson, to me, we'll start with this. He has shown a lot of space cadet tendencies. Uh, he has some some really good habits and a whole lot of bad habits, and they remind me too much of Carmelo Anthony. Like, and Carmelo Anthony's a number one option in the NBA, not a good one, right? Not on good teams. Carmelo Anthony uh, is who you want to stay away from, as far as your lead guy, your alpha dog, and that's the problem with Clay Thompson. He seems too passive, lethargic at times to be a true leading guy uh, on a on a winning team in the NBA. And number two, my preference is a player that has that fire in the belly. I like those kind of players and all the buzzwords that we use, you know, grittiness and those that can handle that kind of situation. Thompson looks to be far too often indifferent. But I will say, I said it as you referred to it last week, the smart money is the Warriors, they can't give everyone $200 million. Someone's going to be the odd man out with Golden State. And if you look at this objectively, Clay Thompson – would be that player, barring somebody else getting hurt and some unforeseen twist or turn, that Thompson would be the odd man out for the Warriors, assuming that Kevin Durant stays in the Bay Area. Even if he takes a little bit less money, you're still going to have to get rid of somebody. Next! Lionel Messi is opening his own theme park in Beijing called The Messi Experience. (laughs) 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 That's not... That's, that's also the name of his porno, I think. <laughs> um, it will have 20 <laughs> indoor. <laughs> Is that vivid video that's putting that together? Yeah. It will have 20 indoor, outdoor, and backdoor attractions. Uh, I'm sure, yes. <laughs> For that full European flavor. Yes. <laughs> Back to the question. At yes. Hand. What a fun amusement park this is. Yes. yes. If you were going to open up your own theme park, Ben. Yeah. What would you name it? And what would I, some of the- I can't I can't I can't imagine the messy experience, man. Uh, I don't know. You could call it what do you want to call it? Benny's Beethoven of BS Land or something like that. You could yeah. Think of the fun though with this show. We'd have fun for all ages. If we put an amusement park together, it would be amazing. We'd have thrill rides. We could have the pummeler of producers ride, Koopa Loop ride. How fun would that be? A roller coaster with all kinds of twists. 
and turns, and we could even make it like a first-person shooter coaster where the producers are all there virtually, you, Koopaloop, Miranda, Julio, Wrong Button Bob, Felix, and all the rest that I've had here, and uh, just wale them, just go after them, one after get your baseball bat, your gun, your machete, and it's the pummeler producers game. How much fun. And it's kind of like that ride at Disneyland where you sit in the, what's the one uh, where you shoot the uh, in the- uh, Toy Story. Toy Story, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Can't even get the name of the Toy Story ride. But yes, it'd be like that. That'd be a fun ride, right? I like it. Be cool. Uh, what else? How about for the ladies? Genie's House of Horrors, right? Genie in Medford. <laughs> we'll have Genie there. She'll look like Medusa. And we'll have a whole bunch of ghoulish spells. And, I'm a doctor. And then in the back, we'll have a gift shop that sells moonshine. You know, and weed. It'd be just it'd be wonderful. It'd be, it'd be just great. And, and not for the squeamish or the faint of heart. Uh, how about Cowboy Tom's Old Western Saloon? We could have Cowboy Tom there, and you'd have acrobats, clowns, dancing bears. We could have Weed Man's World, where they serve special brownies and mushrooms, and you and they have maps of the cosmos, and then they have little stuffed animals of LeBron James, and who else does he like? Derek Jeter. Uh, yeah, all those guys. Uh, we can go on and on. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. That's a winner! <laughs> all right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's do it. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It is time for the Insta Advice Line. This is where we give back the wisdom, the knowledge of the wacky world of sports. It is a mind-blowing portion of radio. Very provocative. Sometimes it can be overwhelming to new listeners, so please handle with care. These are all people like yourself that have called up with exceptional knowledge of life. It is very pleasing to the ear to listen to this. These are well-reasoned people. These are people that give regular day advice, terrific advice, all right? Very level-headed, very practical, all of those things. And who needs our advice this week? Well, there's several ways we could go on this. We thought, well, maybe Derek Fisher on how not to flip his car over when driving with a basketball wives uh, friend of his there, a lady friend. We thought of that. We could always do Tiger Woods. You can never go wrong with Tiger Woods. Uh, And uh, we, we thought the NBA Finals would be appropriate, so we'll do that. And who better than LeBron James? Now, we're not going to do the standard, what advice do you have for the Cavaliers who've been a disgrace so far and played pathetic basketball in the finals? What advice do you have for the Cavs? That's boring. All right, We know they're overmatched and they're drowning. So that's not the question. The question is, what advice do you have to LeBron James on how to get over his irrational, sudden fear of the podium? We know LeBron's got a high basketball IQ, but he would not go to the podium podium because he's. they say that apparently he's upset with the wait time to get on the podium. So he's got this irrational fear of waiting to go on the podium. So what is your advice to LeBron James on how to get over his irrational fear of the podium? You're live on the air when you hear my voice. You know the number. Line one, hello, your advice to LeBron on getting over his fear of the podium. 
John 3.16. Yes, he's reading the Bible right now in his Bay Area hotel room. Line three, you are next. Advice to LeBron James on how to get over his fear of the podium. Uh, Yes, Ben. I would look LeBron James square in the eye and say, You hang up on yourself, Ben Mallard. You hang up on yourself, Ben Mallard. LeBron James. Line four, you are next. We're giving advice to LeBron on how to get over his sudden irrational fear of the podium. 877.99 on Fox. How dare you, sir? It's not right. That's we should. Do you dump that? All right. Uh, line five. Hello, line five. Line five is not there. We'll try line six. You're live on Fox. We're giving advice to LeBron on how to get over his fear of the podium. All right. Uh, let's go to you. Line one. Hello, line one. He should go home and heat her out. That's H E A T. Heat. Very important there. It's spelling matters. Line three. Hello, line three. Yes, Ben. I would get a sleep number bed and jerk yourself awake. Boom, 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 boom. That's a sleep technique, sir. Uh, you can Google that. Well, probably don't Google it because there's jerk some, yourself awake. some stuff that will come up that you might not want to see. But it is a technical. It's in the medical journals. It's a technical uh, move. Line four. Jerk yourself awake. I'm a sleep professional. Line four. Hello. Yeah, do like Koopa Loop. Smoke a big fatty, relax, and just man up. Yeah. Well, according to Andrea, the sports astrologist, there was a whole lot of uh, medical marijuana coming out of the Cavs locker room. Allegedly, line five. Hello, line five. Take control and make love to it. Make love to the podium. Hey, where are the white women at? Montana, clearly. Uh, Line six. Hello, line six. We're giving advice to LeBron on how to get over his irrational, sudden fear of the podium. Yeah, this is Dalton Mike. I I would have to tell him to to, uh, not be a poor loser like that fraud. Ben, Cut you off. Says a man that likes Ryan Tannehill. Uh, You're the definition of a loser, Dolphin Mike, and you're a terrible hunter. Those pictures are photoshopped of you on Twitter. I am such a radio loser. I don't think you've killed any animals. I think the animals attack you when you go out in the wild, Dolphin Mike. Line one. Hello, line one. Have Danny G play him an intro song like the wrestlers. Uh, Yes, that would be very important. Let's go to the random line. Random line, you're live on the air. We're giving advice to LeBron James on how to get over his fear of the podium. Oh, hi. Oh, it's Cowboy John Brad from Windsor, Ontario. Okay, well, Ron, uh, LeBron James can get over his fear of the podium by thinking of uh, Bucks and Bucks and Bucks and Bucks and Bucks and Bucks yeah. and Bucks and Bucks I'm sure he's imagining them uh, fully clothed, unless he's not. Line three. Let's go randomly to line three. We're giving advice to LeBron James. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's the Ben Mather Show. Line three. Advice to LeBron on how to get over his irrational, sudden fear of the podium. Uh, he needs the matriculator solution. Uh, liquid courage. Ice cream with melted peanut butter on top. That's not a, that's not a bad option. Uh, although at the Maller Mansion, uh, the the wife very good at the chocolate chip cookie with cookie dough ice cream on top. Now that, that is a boss dessert right there when served properly. Line four. Hello, line four. We're going to get you and we're going to get all of you, brother. Oh, thank you. Rack him. Uh, line five. Hello, line five. Advice to LeBron on how to get over his irrational sudden fear of the podium. 
Yeah, man, he needs to uh, thank Jesus, the Salvation Army, the Sioux of St. Mary's, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. Montana, go Vikings! Yeah! I miss that guy hollering, James. He was a legend. A K-fan calling legend hollering, James. Line six, you are next on Fox Sports Radio's Ben Maller Show. Unscreened radio. We're giving advice to LeBron on how to get over his fear of the podium. I would tell LeBron when he steps up to the podium, remember the phrase, big feet, big meat. Uh, you made that up. That You made that. I, I don't know. Line one. Hello. Line one. He's to eat some prunes and smoke some weed. That's your advice to everything. La, random line. You're next. Random line. Go. Bob Welch for a baseball rock and roll hall of fame. What did he say? You mumbled. I think he said rock and roll hall of fame at the end. Uh, who? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I know, but who does he want? Jack Morris? Does he want him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Lance Parrish? LeBron James? Yeah, put him in. Line three, you are next. We're giving advice to LeBron James on how to get over. This is Rob from Massachusetts. Now, this is good advice. Now, this is a a living legend. You listen to this guy. Rob knows what he speaks of. I suggest that he get a special consultant. Podium coach, and I have the ideal candidate for him. And who would that be? Former Arizona Cardinals coach Dennis Green. There's one problem with that. Well, they can bring him back, like virtually, you know, they could, you know. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. And we let them off the hook. Yeah. Just attack the podium. Uh, Thank you, Rob. All right. I'll do a couple more. Line four, you're next. We're giving advice to LeBron James. Don't let death slow anything down, Eddie. You know, we're, we're all going to live forever. Line five, line four, you. You're on the air. Go. I, I pee money, Evans. Oh. <laughs> was that the John 316 guy? I thought it was. It sounded, sounded like, like him, him yeah. yeah. Is he changing his shtick now? We'll do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop because he is about to pick the final call on the Insta Advice line. Line one. Line one, the last call, advice to LeBron James on how to get over his irrational, sudden fear of the podium. Line one. Yes, I would tell LeBron James to get over it because you look like a big fat clown. There it is, the final piece of advice. You look like a big fat clown. Did not disappoint. In fact, that was a better segment of radio than the Cavaliers have put together on the court. Uh, So good job by... By all. Good job by all. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. This is like a cult of people that like premium gas. And no matter how many studies are done, and I don't want to get into gas talk on the radio. That's not what I want to do. It's not what I want to do. I just want, I just want to point out that study after study has said that you don't need premium gas. Your car will run fine on regular gas, and these people are convinced they, they, they've Sh- been show brainwashed. me that study, Ben. Where's where's that study? You've got the internet. You can look it up. Yeah, Google I looked it. it up, and it says Here's a unless 2000- it calls for it in your owner's no, manual, no, it does not. Which it Here's does. Here's a 2003 story from the USA Today, uh, and it says right here. Uh, word for I'll read this right out. It's a 2003 article. Today's engine is designed for premium. Run fine on regular. Their makers say 
There's a slight power decline, but that's it. Oh, you, your car will wait, run wait, fine. Wait, 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 what? Slight power decline. Slight power decline. Maybe Slight, I want that's more it. power. Oh, you are so full of it. Uh, ben, Ben, yeah. I'm right. friends with an oil tank oh, driver we, in the Bay go. Area, and go. he said the only uh-huh. ripoff is uh-huh. that middle grade. Uh-huh. Right, so you uh, either go high performance stop. or the low end. I don't, I don't want to. You're uh, obviously uh, a low end dude. Uh, Corey, uh, you're on Fox Sports Radio Gas Talk. Hello, Corey. Hey, how's it going, Ben? Welcome. So, you're on the air. All right, what the hell? Hello. Who's that? Some vehicles. Some vehicles they uh, they they have a higher compression engines, and the 87 octane is not stable enough. Whenever oh. the, it, it will ignite the fuel before it's supposed to. It's called dieseling, uh-huh. and uh, it's not good for uh, it. All right, here's it. But, uh, but, but uh, yes. But yes. Uh, but if it does, if 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 your car isn't if if it's just a regular car, you yeah. know it's yeah. fine. Yeah, run eighty seven. All right. Uh, here's what if you have a high performance three hundred and six horsepower engine. Stop. All right. Relax. Uh, a study by AAA, the Automotive Club, indicated this is in twenty sixteen. American drivers wasted more than two point one billion dollars in the last year by using premium grade gasoline in vehicles. Well, yeah, you don't put that stuff in a station wagon. Or in a hybrid Hyundai. All right. Again, you guys are all idiots. You're all idiots. You're all stupid. Yeah, laugh. <laughs> Chuckles the clown over there. Okay. I'm right. I'm trying to help you guys out. Again, you don't want my advice here. I'm, t- I'm telling you the disease. You have the disease. I have the cure. It's cheaper gas, and you don't want the cure. You don't want the cure. All right, let's uh, get to this stupid game we're going to play. What is it? Hey, Maller Militia, you think you can spot a mistake? Teams that have won an NBA championship, Lakers, Pistons, Heat, Clippers. Wait a minute, that's not right. What's wrong with your Clippers? See if you can spot the one that doesn't belong during Odd Man Out on the Ben Maller Show. Uh, uh, Jeopardy Al says you're right, Ben. This is Jeopardy Al. guy's been on the real Jeopardy. About octane levels in gasoline, you do not need higher than 87 octane. No! Unless you're a race car driver. Are you a race car driver? You're not a race car driver. Hell yeah, I am. Yeah. I have a 20-minute drive here, and the freeway's open enough to where I get here in 11 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's racing. Yeah, all of a sudden, Jeopardy Al is the end-all, <laughs> be-all the, on. The man's on, a genius. You know, I've had a meal with him, uh, and I have not had a meal with you, so Jeopardy Al is a lifetime friend. Talk, we've I, had many meals. Not like real outside the radio station. I, I was in Kansas City. I met Jeopardy Al. We had a great time. All right, let's get to the game. Let's welcome in our contestant. The game is the odd man out, and we say hello to Crush in Columbus. Hello, Crush. What's up, guys? I like the name. I like the name. It's Thank a good you. Name. How'd you get the name? Uh, it's my stage name, and I wanted a uh, I wanted something that was three syllables, and I wanted a first name that was a verb and a noun. Yeah, how's the stripping business going? <laughs> no stripping. Yeah, no stripping. I, I throw... I, I drop bombs for a living. Fire out these paper, new these paper missiles. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Crush is well, one syllable. Crush. Well, just go with it. No, Easy. Crush Jenkins. Oh, oh three syllables. Jenkins. I thought he was saying like Crush. Doesn't it? <laughs> Doesn't yeah, it? Crush Jenkins. Crush Jenkins. Off the tongue better. Crush Jenkins sounds like a player on Homer Simpson's baseball team, doesn't it? <laughs> like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the the number four hitter is Crush Jenkins. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Crush, welcome. Uh, it's good to have you here, and uh, we're going to play the odd man out. Now, the way this works for you listening, I'm going to ask our guy Crush a series of questions. And they're all multiple choice, so the answer's there somewhere. 
If you get three right, you will get a golden ticket. And if you get all five right, I'll give you a couple of golden tickets. You ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, here we go, Crush. Question number one. you got to figure out the one that does not belong. These players have all hit over 600 home runs. A, Rafael Palmero. B, Alex Rodriguez. C, Barry Bonds. And D, Sammy Sosa. Uh, I know it's either Sammy or um, what's him called. Let's go, um, let's go Sammy. All right, again, the one that does not belong. You want to go with Sammy. You sure about that? Nope, I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go to Rafi. Okay, Rafael Palmero. Is it Palmero? Yeah! The first <laughs> successful switch of all time. <laughs> I'm shocked to you. The guy paid attention. All right, uh, question number two. Steve Kerr. That is right. Palmero not in the 600 home run club. You can blame Congress and him pointing at Congress. Question number two. Steve Kerr has played for all of these teams. The Golden State Warriors coach, long NBA career. We're looking for the one that does not belong. A, the Chicago Bulls. B, the Cleveland Cavaliers. C, the Milwaukee Bucks. And D, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, let's go. Let's go with the yeah. Kings. You said the Kings, right? No, that was not uh, not on. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to you want to choose option? Uh, what a A B C D E. You want to go with E? Is that what you want to go with? Uh, <laughs> I, get, I can make up my own and win for sure. Yeah. Wait, Ben, you had to sing the alphabets to get to the next one. I'm just doing it for entertainment reasons. That's all. Yeah. All right. What do you think? Um, I'm, you think I'm uh, Tiger Woods over here? What do you think? Uh, all right. Uh, you, was, well, give me an answer. We we oh, the teams are the Bulls, Cavs, Bucks, Spurs. Bucks. All right. Is you right? That's right again. You are crushing it is what you're doing. You are absolutely crushing it. You're two for two. Question number three, we're playing the odd man out with our friend Crush Jenkins. He's throwing the newspaper all around Columbus, Ohio, the biggest city in Ohio. Uh, Question number three, these teams have been swept in the NBA finals. We're looking for the one that has not been swept. This is to sweep the game. A- Orlando Magic, B, the Boston Celtics, C, Los Angeles Lakers, and D, the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're looking for the team that has not been swept in the NBA Finals. Uh, Let's go has not been swept. Celtics? He sounds like he doesn't believe in that. He wants to go with the Celtics. Is it the Celtics? That is right. That's a winner. <laughs> Boston Celtics is the correct answer. It's a good job by you. Orlando uh, swept out. Blame Nick Anderson if you want on that. The Lakers have had their share and uh, Cleveland as well. All right. You want to keep going? Should we keep going? Should we? Uh... Oh, we're going to do this. This is how I get caller. This rookie, rookie caller of the year. Oh, caller wow. of the year. I'm getting all the awards. Now you're getting very cocky. Uh, okay. Uh, question number four. These players have led the NBA in scoring multiple times. A, LeBron James, B, Russell Westbrook, C, Kobe Bryant, and D, Allen Iverson. Uh, So we're looking for the one that hasn't. LeBron hasn't. You're going to go with LeBron James. Is he right? Yeah, that's right. He's four for four. He's crushing it. One more question. One more question. You get the perfect game. 
Uh, everyone's tuning over now from the other stations to hear the perfect game. It's being sent out on Twitter. The ratings are spiking right now. Here we go. This is the seminal moment, the defining moment. He's already won the game, Crush. He's trying for the perfect game and that extra golden ticket. These quarterbacks are all over the age of 35. A, Drew Brees. B, Carson Palmer. C, Elijah Manning. And D, Alex Smith. Uh, let's say, ooh, this is a toughie. Let's see Alex Smith. All right, he's going to go. With Alex Smith, it's his final answer. If he gets this right, he gets the extra golden ticket. Is he right? That's a winner! Oh, he did yeah. it! We got a perfect game! We got a per- <laughs> throw your sombrero in the air! We got a perfect game for Crush and Columbus. Congratulations, you have won the game five for five. You get not one, but two of these bad boys. They're going in your bank account right there. Not that, these. There you go. All right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.